I am Helen Farmer. On today's episode of Iron Education, it's all about celebrating and embracing diversity. We're in the perfect city to do it. So what is happening in the classroom? Speaking to Madison Lewis of Horizon English School and from Cognita School's Lizzie Varley. Plus, what can we be doing at home? Hanan from the Family Hub had some great resources, great ideas as we discuss the benefits of diversity amongst our kids. This is Eye on Education on Afternoons with Helen Farmer. With Horizon English School. We are celebrating diversity this afternoon. Studies have demonstrated that fostering diversity in the classroom and out has a huge impact on student performance. According to research conducted by Queen's University of Charlotte, students achieve more, work harder in more multicultural environments. And we're joined now by Hanan from The Family Hub. She offers family and parenting support as an educational consultant. Hanan, it's so lovely to have you with us. We are talking about diversity in cultural and kind of nationality in particular today. And we really couldn't be in a better city for that, could we? No, 100%. First of all, thank you for having me again, Helen. It's My always wonderful pleasure. to have these conversations. And um, yeah, I mean, Dubai is like as diverse as they come. I mean, it's, uh, it's amazing that our kids are growing up in a culture like this. I am honestly. so, so grateful for it. And I really, really mean that because that wasn't the case for me growing up. You know, every kid in my class pretty much looked the same as me. We came from about a three mile radius. Um, and it was only when I went to university that I was really surrounded by people from different religions, different backgrounds, um, different cultures. And I'm so grateful that, you know, my kids have got friends. And I really mean this all corners of the, of the world, you know, who are having different food in their lunchboxes, celebrating different holidays, everything, you know, from clothes to gifts. It's, um, I don't take it for granted for, for an absolute second. So let's talk about to some of the benefits. How, in, in your experience as both a mum and an educator, how do you think exposure to diversity in childhood kind of contributes to a child's overall development? And I think crucially their understanding of the world as well. You know, Helen, like, um, I'll talk first about, like, the culture and how this affects our kids. You see our kids, you know, um, open to, to different conversations, open to hearing that somebody else can, you know, go through life in a completely different experience, and that experience can be okay and accepted. Um, and I think us, like, growing up, we didn't have these, even though I'm a third culture kid as well, but I didn't get this um, idea of, okay, so maybe Helen is coming from a different country, different background, different religion, different culture, and maybe she could be right as well. It doesn't always have to be, you know, my narrative. It always doesn't have to be what I think. And I, I think our kids are growing up with that sort of exposure to understand that maybe somebody else is different. But that also means that they're great and they're good and where they're coming from is a good place and so on. And I think this is detrimental to the world that we're living in right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always say that we're not raising kids, we're raising adults. And our kids are going to be the policy makers and decision makers as they grow older. And the, the, the more exposed they are as they're younger, the better off, you know, the, the, their, their policies and their decisions and everything will be more fair, will be more just and will be more open to hearing other opinions. And I think this is a huge blessing, honestly. I agree. Um, what about embracing diversity at home, Hanan? Um, I'm, think, I'm thinking about social skills, empathy, even any examples that come to mind? 
No, 100%. Like, I remember when we were living in, in Switzerland for a while, uh, we're Egyptian, Muslim and everything. And I remember, you know, hosting um, Christmas parties for for my friends, you know, just Christmas breakfasts and everything and saying, guys, it's going to be a dry night and that's completely okay. But everybody would come in. I would serve Egyptian food. They would do the same for us. You know, we would go in and have these amazing pasta from these amazing Italians and everything. And I think this opened up the concept of you know what, I can have friends from all walks of life and maybe we don't need to agree on everything, mm -hmm. but we agree on, you know, the core values of empathy, of kindness, of nobleing, of tolerating each other, of listening to different perspectives. Maybe we don't agree with what we have to say, but we will respect each other enough to listen. And here's the thing, Ellen, we didn't grow up like that. Like our, our kids are growing up with this concept of listening and, you know, reading something that could be a bit different from what they're used to and mm -hmm. eating, you know, food that could be a bit spicier than what they're used to and, and so on and so forth. But also understanding that, oh, maybe the spicy food really is good. You know, maybe the, the bland food that we have at home isn't as great as I, <laughs> I feel. I'm feeling victimized as a Brit. No, but you're absolutely not at right. All, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But I mean, seriously, like, you know, how many cuisines do we get to, to, to experience? <gasps> Oh my! I don't think right. I had sushi until I until I moved to Dubai. Whereas exactly. my, my daughter had a swimming competition a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, "What do you want to do?" And she was like, "I want to go out for shawarma." It's like, "Great, <laughs> let's go out for shawarma." And then we've, we're going to keep you with us because I've had questions sure. on the text line. I've got questions for you as well. And then joining us from the Family Hub, fantastic resource there in English and Arabic on Instagram. If you want to go and check her over as a educational consultant. Up next, what about? incorporating this idea of cultural diversity, inclusivity into our everyday family life. And I'd love to hear from you. Raising kids in Dubai with diversity front and centre, why do you value it? And I'd love some examples. We're going to go to the text line next. This is Eye on Education on Afternoons with Helen Farmer. With Horizon International School. Hanan Zeldin offers family and parenting support as an educational consultant through her platform, The Family Hub. She is crucially a mum herself and, as she said earlier, a third culture kid. We are talking about diversity in culture and nationality this afternoon. I'd love to hear from you on this topic. Is that an important thing for you when choosing a school, when mixing socially here in the UAE. Let us know on 4001. Um, now, a number of messages, questions on this. Uh, one here saying, this is so important. Thank you. Uh, my children are black in a diverse school and nursery, football team, music classes, etc. is without a doubt the most important factor when we choose settings. No name on that one. You can get in touch anonymously, of course. I wanted to ask you, Hanan, then, about incorporating diversity and inclusivity um, into everyday family life. Um, and I say this as, you know, a white woman in her 40s who, as I said, when I, when I look back at my school years and everybody looked like me and I'm, I'm very grateful to say that that's changed now and my life is a lot richer because of it. But what about conversations we can have with our kids and indeed resources, culture, media, entertainment? It's amazing, actually, Helen. Remember when we were growing up and all like the Disney movies, they had, you know, the pretty princess that was blonde, blonde. with big blue eyes and, <laughs> and, you know, and everybody looked the same. But now when you look at what the Disney princesses look like, or not just Disney, like all the characters, they're very diverse. You know, you, there's somebody that looks like somebody now. Mm -hmm. And it's not just, you know, and even, you know, with the dolls and everything growing up, it's very, very different and it's very rich. And even with the books that we, we are teaching now, I remember the books when we were kids, you know, it was Jane and Peter and everybody looked like Jane and Peter. And that, that's not how we looked. Mm -hmm. So it was very difficult growing up seeing that. 
But now the books have, you know, different rich histories from different cultures, um, different ideologies, different. I- so that difference is making a huge impact on the way that our kids see everybody. It's not, you know, uh, this is from this area or this is from this culture. No, you can have different people from different areas looking differently and everybody is just mixing well together. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing that, you know, in the classroom and at home. I love seeing, you know, my son's friends. Um, people that he plays with, you know, uh, uh, football, they all look very different, but they're all uniting together as a team. They're all friends. It's it's really not lovely to see. You know, in Ramadan, we have everybody come over, you know, to celebrate Ramadan with us and everything. And half of those kids aren't Muslim and they're not praying and they're not fasting, which is completely okay, but they come and they celebrate that. We do the same for Christmas where we celebrate it for them with them as well. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to see everybody coming together um, because at the end of the day, you know, everybody just wants to be a good human being. And <laughs> Well said. Yeah. And I feel like we need this reminder of humanity now more than, more than ever before, um, that sense of connection. A really interesting message here that's um, come in from M saying, um, Hi both. My son started school in September. He's a nice kid. Very curious. He seems quite focused on how people look, skin colour, blemishes, hair. There's a child who wears earphones he's fascinated by. There is a risk that he might be um, very direct in his questions. And I wonder if you could recommend any good books to help with our chats around us. Um, so I think that's a really a great, uh, great question because books are such a powerful tool. And as you said, um, you know, you can't be it until you see it. And, you know, you growing up reading books about Jane and Peter when you didn't know anyone called Jane and Peter and they didn't look like anyone you knew. Um, there's a, a lovely book that we have called Welcome to Our World. And it's um, I've just found it on Amazon. It's called The Celebration of Children Everywhere at 34 dirhams. And it's exactly that talking about children from all different nationalities, different, different backgrounds. Is there anything that you found to be useful? whether it is um, yeah, books about diversity or books just about you know, representation? There's actually one that I teach in one of my, uh, that I use for one of my body safety classes, which is called This Is Me. So it's a story of who we are and where we came from uh, by Jamie D. Curtis and Laura Cornell. And they, um, it's a very interesting book and it shows how kids are super different when they're young. But at the end of the day, everybody is the same. Um, the essence of everybody is the same. And it shows like different cultures and different, uh, you know, somebody's darker, somebody's lighter skin, somebody's Asian, somebody's not like it's like a completely different mix. Mm-hmm. And I love I love using that when we talk about, you know, body image and how we're all different. But at the same time, you know, we're all the same. It's nice for the kids to grow up with this one. So this is one book that I actually recommend. Would you mind it's saying called the This is me. This is me. Yeah. Okay. This, this is me by Jamie Lee Curtis and Laura Cornell. Brilliant. Thank you. Um, and now we're going to keep you with us. We've got a message here from Jay saying diversity isn't just external appearance. It's it's more than skin deep. It's about different perspectives, yep. viewpoints and the ways people think. Absolutely right. Um, let us know about your perspective on this. You know, what are you enjoying or indeed finding a challenge um, around diversity here in the UAE? We're going to continue to talk about some of the opportunities and how a diverse and inclusive upbringing can help prepare children for you know, life, global society. Um, we've also had a message here from Priya um, saying, I'm from the UK, South Asian background, and for a long time felt it was important to have some ethnic diversity in my children's school um, based on a few things, including family members who moved to all white areas in the early 80s and had bad experiences of racism and bullying. I grew up in London, lots of diversity, and I've noticed that children from similar backgrounds would group together, perhaps because of similarity in family culture. I haven't had kids yet, but wondered if that's the case here. We'll be exploring that in just a 
few minutes. Lots of conversations on eye education here. This is Eye on Education on Afternoons with Helen Farmer. With Horizon International School, a supportive student-focused international community school offering premium quality British education from the ages of 3 to 18. Celebrating diversity on the show today, especially around culture and nationality, and we're going to be finding out what's happening in the classrooms at Horizon English School after 4 o'clock. But joining us now is education consultant Hanan from The Family Hub. And we've had a message, a question for you. This is from Priya, who says, I'm from the UK, South Asian background, and for a long time I've always felt it was important to have ethnic diversity in my future children's school. Uh, I had family members who uh, grew up in all white areas in the 80s and had really bad experiences of racism and bullying. I grew up in London, a lot more diversity. And I've noticed that children from similar backgrounds would sometimes group together, perhaps because of some similarity in family culture. I haven't had kids yet, but wondered if that's the case in Dubai. It's really hard to say that, you know, yes or no, I suppose, Nan. But um, what comes to mind upon hearing Priya's question? I think a big part of this is the school culture and the family at home. Mm -hmm. Because kids cannot tell the difference in terms of looks and culture and everything when they're little. And if they grow up knowing that, you know, I can be friends with this person and this person, that person is different and so on and so forth, and it's accepted and it's okay, then that's fine. And this is where we have a huge role to play. If our kids see that, you know, all my friends look exactly like me, think exactly like me, you know, this is all everybody that I'm interacting with, then this becomes the norm for the kids. And they're going to seek out people who look like them and will be kind of, you know, intimidated or um, not really comfortable with people who aren't like them, more or less when it comes to their culture and so on. Um, we play a huge, huge role, Helen, and it's, it's, the, the research behind this is actually fascinating. And it shows, you know, we've, we, there are so many videos that go viral online where you see little kids when you say, you know, what's the difference between you, between you and me and the difference between you and your friends? And, you know, there's a little kid who's darker skin, another one who's lighter skin, and they, they're like, oh, he likes football more than me. Oh, he likes uh, b- uh, pasta, but I don't like pasta. Or we both like French fries, you know, because this is what kids see. Mm-hmm. And as they grow older, these biases keep, drink, you know, keep being drilled in by things that they see, by things that they read, by family influ- influences and so on. I think, and this um, is where our role becomes very important. It really does, because if we socialize in a, in a quite a narrow space, then, you know, inevitably those kids are going to be interacting with our kids. And, it, and I don't mean this to sound patronizing. However, when I think about, you know, friends back home, I I can't help but feel a bit sad for their kids because it is a smaller life. You know, they're not being exposed to, you know, kids from different cultures, different languages, different foods, about travel opportunities. And, you know, hopefully we'll be in Dubai for a long time. And when my kids grow up and, you know, people inevitably travel to other parts of the world, they'll know kids who are now adults who are literally in, in all four corners. And I think that is such a blessing. I really, really do. Yeah. But you're right. We've got a role and responsibility to play. When I, actually, when I read Priya's question, I was kind of reflecting on that, on that, thinking about, like, I guess my kids, really. And it's such a mix. It's such a mix. You know, they've got friends who are, you know, French, Italian, Indian, Emirati, Egyptian, Russian, you know, Palestinian. I mean, it just, I, I can't even begin to count. And my goodness, that was not... That was not the case for me. Um, no. um, there's actually another book that I wanted to, to yes. mention, if that's okay. It's called um, All Kinds of Bodies. And it's also, it's, it's along the, the same theme 
of, um, you know, getting kids to understand that different people, different uh, from all walks of life are the same, even though, you know, somebody could be on a wheelchair, somebody else has um, is fighting a battle that they don't understand in terms of health Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. So this is a beautiful book for the kids to read. It's called All Kinds of Bodies. I've just found it. It's by Judith Hannigan. It's 31 dirhams and it's on Amazon now. Um, Nan, thank you so much. And I I really want to say... such a heart, and I, I really, I really do mean this. Such a heartfelt thanks to you and all the work you're doing. Your Instagram you. is an amazing resource for parents. I think right now, in terms of guiding around kindness and conversations about what's happening in the world, has been so valuable to me. Um, you can be found um, on Instagram uh, very, very easily in English and in Arabic, which I think is is really crucial. It is the fam, uh, the family hub underscore um and thank you so much for your time you, today um, hopefully it means i'll see you a lot. in person it's, uh, you know it's been yeah so hopefully it's been it's been a crazy time for all of us it's been difficult to show you know our faces online but mm-hmm. i think we have to and we have to keep supporting everybody so thank you so much for that i appreciate it and um, hope everybody's listening thought that our conversation was useful today thank you for your time um I, i'm giving I you a hug it. through the airwaves and next time a hug uh, in the studio uh, i hope we'll see you soon <laughs> take care stay blessed have a great day thank you Helen. this is Eye on Education on Afternoons with Helen Farmer. With Horizon English School. We are embracing diversity in and out of the classroom today. Totally crucial, vital for fostering inclusive education. And we're exploring the profound impact of diverse perspectives, backgrounds on learning and society and what that can look like. Madison Lewis is with us today from Horizon English School. She works with the extended leadership team on that evolving curriculum. Um, and I think it's a it's a really timely topic right now. Ms. Ms. Lewis, can I call you Madison? You can call me Madison. Every time I have a teacher, I'm like, I feel like I want to call you like Mr. <laughs> Mr. Hart or Mr. Gale. Um, can I ask you, because you were really crucial in kind of spearheading this diversity topic in the curriculum. Why is it such an important topic to you personally? Um, So for me growing up, my mum is mixed race. So it was a huge part of my upbringing and has always been something that my mum's really celebrated with me. Um, I then went to a school that was really incredibly diverse. So from a really young age, I've kind of been exposed to different cultures, people from different backgrounds. And it's just been something for me that has always ignited an interest and a passion. And I've always had that curiosity about, oh, where are you from? Mm -hmm. And like, tell me more. Um, which I think is coming from the UK, not something that is very common back or wasn't back then, that's for sure. I was just saying my school, not at all. Everyone was from about three miles away. Yeah. Everyone looked the same. I mean, really. Um, And it was only when I got to university that I started to meet people from, you know, from different, different backgrounds, different nationalities, different religions. And I feel really, really blessed to be bringing up kids here because that it's just such, it's just so much more, rich for want of a better word yeah and it's our children are so accepting of diversity so for me with my role in education it's about harnessing that and creating more opportunities for them to explore that because they are around such a mix of cultures all the time that Mm. it is the norm for them and it's a really really amazing thing that we have here in this country that everyone is so accepting and so aware of and they ask the questions children are naturally curious when they're surrounded by it that just becomes the norm to them so I'm kind of nervous about asking us about how to talk to children about diversity because I don't want it to be one of those let's come and sit down at the kitchen table and we're going to talk about diversity because it's not 
a helpful way of doing mm-hmm. it. But when it, when you're thinking about in the classroom and introducing as a topic, what has been useful and what have kids responded to? I think even when we talk with staff about it, it for some people it is it can be uncomfortable when children ask those kind of questions because kids you, are direct yeah they're, and they're, they're curious they want to know um and for some people they're really comfortable having those conversations and for other people it can be a little bit like oh i don't know what to say mm-hmm. um but i think with children it's important that they do carry on asking those questions and that as adults if we're not sure and even as teachers I don't always know the answers to the questions that they ask, but I'm really, really open about modelling that to the children. Like, do you know what? I actually don't know. Does anybody else know? Okay, let's find out together. Mm -hmm. And I think even, you know, for, for younger children... The media now um, and the the films that they're exposed to are so much more embracing of diversity. So we've used Encanto as an example with the children. Oh, did, and I don't know if you saw when Encanto came out, there was a video of a little I know boy what say, yeah. with the curly hair. And, and that's what I showed to the children. Oh because, my gosh, she'd never seen anyone on TV that looked like him. Yeah, and even she's the first Disney character to wear glasses. I grew up wearing glasses. Wearing and mine I, right now. Yeah, and you, you don't, you take for granted how during like when we were younger we take for granted how lacking in diversity what we saw you know and that's what we grew up with so Mm. now we use videos like that to show the children like actually can you imagine like not growing up and seeing a representation of yourself and Mm. that's what we've really explored this year within our curriculum our we have a diversity month every year and we explore more Um, I say traditional but we explore things like Black History Month within that month but our overarching topic was This Is Me and what that was about was the children celebrating what makes them unique where are you from Um, we sent home for the year group that I teach within a piece of work for them to do with their parents and really make that connection and have those conversations with their parents about where are we from? Well, linking about that, even just like a tiny cross-section, you know, using your class as an example, I mean, roughly how many, how many nationalities are in, in that room? 12 plus. Wow. Yeah. It is amazing. We're going to talk more about what's been happening in the curriculum in the classroom there at Horizon English School. Madison Lewis is in the studio with us this afternoon. Um, great to get your take on it as well. Franny saying, um, thank you guys. This is so important. Diversity teaches children to embrace and acknowledge the humanity of others despite difference. A really timely message. I think, Franny, thank you for that. We are going to be talking about projects, presentations and uh, yeah, a bit of media as well. I'm sure some Marvel might come up next. Madison Lewis is in the studio today. She works with the extended leadership team on the evolving curriculum at Horizon English School. And we're talking about embracing diversity. It has been diversity month there at the school. So what's been what's been happening in the classroom? What have you been working on and what have the kids really enjoyed? So across the school, our theme was this is me. And so in different year groups, they will have been working on something to share with the parents tomorrow morning, actually, mm-hmm. um, linked to where are they from, what's important to them. Um, in my year group, in my classroom, we've been working on creating our own superheroes. We used um, Miss Marvel. I don't know if you've seen the series. It's on my list. because it's on, Is it on that? It's on Disney Plus and okay. it's incredible. Is it? So we used a combination of Miss Marvel and Black Panther and we spoke with the children about the fact that these particular um, the series and the film for Marvel were 
like groundbreaking because they were looking at the first black superhero. The cast was predominantly a cast of colour, but it was done in a really authentic way. And we spoke with the children about authentic representation mm. and what that means. and Tokenism. Yes, yeah. And even at eight and nine years old, they, they can understand it. And mm. we spoke about, you know, what, what are the things that Marvel as a company have done? They've sent their actors to different parts of Africa to really research what's important to the culture. Um, and the same with the series Miss Marvel, where she's the first American Muslim superhero with Pakistani descent. And when I tell you, I, I literally could have sobbed when we shared the trailer with the children. Some of my girls were like, Mrs. Is she Muslim? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, she is. And they were like, oh, I've I've never seen a Muslim superhero. And I was like, Do you know actually she's from Pakistan as well? Oh, I'm from Pakistan, and like that for me is at, at the core. Our children should feel represented. Mm -hmm. They should watch something and be like, Oh, that's like me. And it should be the norm, and it's not. And that's where for us Diversity Month is really about embracing for our children. You are in our curriculum. Mm -hmm. We want to hear about where you are from. Share with us what are your traditional foods. Tell us about the religion. Tell us where your parents are from. And that's what these units of work have been able to do for our children, creating superheroes that represent where you're from. It sounds really simple, but the things they've written and the things they've shared, the traditional clothing and the emblems they've made that represent them, it's, it is really heartwarming. And, and that's what we want for our children. It's quite a confusing concept in terms of identity, especially like for that, this kind of third culture kid as well. My mum was a, um, a teacher assistant in Muscat when they were living in, in Oman. And whenever a new child joined the classroom, it was like, you know, we're going to go around and say our names and, and where we're from. And one little boy put his hand up and he was like, Mrs. Spearman, you know, I don't know where I'm from. And a little girl said, where you go on holiday? That's where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Whoa. it's kind of true for little, you know, four or five year olds. Yeah. Because, you know, I think if I was to ask my kids, where are you from? I don't know if they would say the UK or I don't know if they'd say Dubai. They, they've never lived in England. They were born here. And, you know, it's a real, real responsibility, really, to kind of get this idea of identity, about being from the UAE. They're hugely, mm. hugely proud of Dubai. And I think it's lovely to kind of foster that as well. But to celebrate that the difference, you know, those holidays, those clothes, those food. And as I said, I think back to my school days, I'm like was having their cheese sandwiches you know, <laughs> like your wagon wheel and yeah. you know skips were exotic um you touched on a couple of kind of i think and i'm going to be watching with marvel uh, this <laughs> weekend um in terms of any books or reading anything that else you think is quite useful for, for parents to be continuing these much needed conversations or sparking conversations I think definitely in terms of sparking conversations, even things like when you're watching, say you are watching Miss Marvel with your kids, having those discussions about, you know, oh, where is she going now? What, where is she? Oh, she's at the mosque. Oh, who, who are the people? That, oh, okay. So if, if you're from, and, and, because the children know. Our children are so lucky that they will know because they go to school with children from multiple cultures and backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And I think you really want your kids to always remain curious and ask those questions because I know that's what I was like mm -hmm. and that's why I have such a love and, uh, you know, I, I want that diversity for everyone. I want everyone to feel that representation. And I think just being really open with your kids and asking them questions. We see it and we can spot it as adults, but getting the, your children to identify and notice those things is really 
really important. And they love teaching us things. Yeah, of course. It's a massive yeah. boost for them to go, I can't believe you didn't know that, mummy, that, you know, in Egypt they celebrate. They're like, all right, can't, you know, yeah. calm down. But, and like when we watched Miss Marvel, I was like, I don't, I mean, and one of the children said, what's she wearing? I was like, oh, I, I don't know. And my children who did that, oh, oh, that's called a, I'm going to have to pronounce it correctly now, Shawa Kameez. And I was like, oh, tell me more. Oh, well, you know, I have one. And, and when it's this occasion, I wear this one. And my mum has it. And it's, that's, that's, that should be, celeb- that should be more, more mm. of those opportunities, more celebration of that. And that those other children are like, oh, okay, cool. They take that on board then and they carry on with that. Not to bring it back to food because it normally comes back <laughs> to food with me. But we are really lucky here in Dubai as well in terms of, you know, using that as a chance to go out and enjoy different, you know, cultures and just eat our way around the world really, really easily yeah. and use that as a starting point too. Definitely. In one of our reading lessons, we gave them like a synopsis and someone, what's biryani? And the children were like, what? You've never tried biryani? And they're like, no, I don't know what that is. Let me tell you, it's made with this and my mum makes it with this spices. And I was like, you have to go at the weekend. Get your parents to take you. That's the kind of homework I'd be up for. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go on an eating tour around Dubai. <laughs> um, message here from Leonie saying... Um, Such a great topic. We need the perspective that diversity can bring a more informed view of the world and how others see it, are treated by it and experience it. So we can be kinder, more caring, more thoughtful individuals and support those and help those with less, whether it's in health or wealth or other other means. I think a lot of kids have no idea how lucky they are and diversity is the only way often to help them see it and appreciate it. Definitely. Really, really well said. Thank you so much for your time today. I know it's been a long day. You teachers start... (laughs) Very, very early indeed. Um, And yeah, I've added a few things to my watch list there. Addison (laughs) Lewis, thank you so much speaking to us from Horizon English School. This is Eye on Education on Afternoons with Helen Farmer. With Horizon International School, a supportive student-focused international community school offering premium quality British education from the ages of 3 to 18. Lizzie Varley joining us. She is Education Advisor at Cognita Middle East plays a really key role in promoting well-being, inclusion and safeguarding across the region. And it's been really lovely to hear about some of the initiatives, the projects that's been happening in the Cognitive Schools for Diversity Month. Um, so I would love a bit of a, a sense of how many nationalities are represented in that group, Lizzie. Do you have the numbers? Yeah, no, no I do. Um, and good afternoon. Um, so we... Um, so across our schools, the kind of average range is between 70 to 100 um, nationalities wow. in, in each of our schools, which is quite incredible, really. That's inc- that is amazing. It, I mean, it yeah. really, really is when you think about that is the whole wide world. Um, so what is done out, you know, within Diversity Month and also throughout the year to celebrate, acknowledge, represent these children? Um, do, do you know what? I think it's... Um, it's one of the biggest advantages, I think, of living in a place like the UAE, which is such a melting pot of um, nationalities. Um, and in terms of how we look at it, in terms of from an education perspective, you know, as we know, the, the world is rapidly changing at the moment. And there's so much research going into, you know, what's going to be the impact of AI and technology and everything that all the research that is telling us is the single skill of human connection um, and the ability to be able to communicate, mm-hmm. to understand different perspectives, to develop compassion and empathy for others, to be able to compromise. Um, it's going to be the single most useful thing for, for us and for our children as they grow older. And I think 
um, when that comes, so when our children are kind of learning alongside another 70 to 100 different nationalities, that is, it's such an amazing opportunity for them just to live that. And it's really difficult. And I think when you think back to where, you know, whether you're from the UK or America or whenever you, wherever you're from, we, we didn't have that opportunity. And actually teaching it is so much different to living it and breathing it. And I think what schools do here is they've already got the huge advantage of being able to live and breathe that with the, the mix that they have in their classroom. And then to take that even further, use the opportunity to to delve into it more deeply and I think the diversity for me isn't necessarily just about you know your international days or your diversity month it's kind of that day-to-day teaching and those kind of intentional choices about what teachers are teaching Mm -hmm. so for example whether you're you know an English curriculum lead and you're choosing the text that your children are going to read well where are you going to choose them from what stories are you going to share whether it's like a science lead looking at um uh, looking at scientists what science scientists are you going to share where are they from what are their experiences what historic events are we going to learn about mm-hmm. and i think it's that day-to-dayness um of kind of that celebration of humanity um which is even more kind of um powerful here because mm-hmm. we get to discuss and we get to learn alongside everyone else um all of our different kind of nationalities nationalities and cultures so it's it's just we are really lucky for, mm. for where we are um, I think, um, and where we learn. It just sounds almost just a given. You know, it's interwoven through the curriculum. And I think there's some really lovely examples there when you think about you know, the power that literature has to open a window onto, you know, an, another way that people live or music, you know, for, for example. And you mentioned yeah. that word empathy there. And I think I think you're absolutely right. You know, studies are showing time and time again that students who learn about different cultures during education feel more comfortable feel more safe with differences later in life and you know when we're thinking about you know what racism is it's basically fear it's fear it's fear of the unknown and what what we're doing now is you know encouraging children to have wider social groups feel confident in themselves and in interactions with others. Um, message from NASA here saying, speaking of diversity, there's 92 nationalities working for Jumeirah. And I just feel so blessed to be, you know, I look around, you know, ARN, you know, the, the stations that we're surrounded by here and the food that we can eat at the weekend and, you know, the food that's happening in, you know, in, in classrooms around the UAE compared to, as I said, some very boring lunchbox in rural Northumberland. Um, I wanted to end, Lizzie, if you don't mind, by, I guess, recapping all of this about why inclusion is important and we don't necessarily need to keep that to, to culture and nationality although that has been the focus today but this has been something that you've been so passionate about over you know over the years in, in various in various roles but would you mind just explaining it so we can truly get to grips with why this is such a priority I think yeah I mean it's obviously one, one of my huge passions and when we talk about I mean you can talk about inclusion from a neurodiversity perspective or from a cultural perspective um from you know different traditions different cultures all of that in in one particular classroom i think it's so important like looking forward into where we're going and into the future i think going back to to what i've said before that um we, we the most important skill is is empathy and compassion and that we are teaching in in a world that reflects society and that our children can grow up um, understanding difference, celebrating difference, embracing difference. And, you you know, look at all the things that are happening over, the, you know, in the world. If we were all took, a, you know, took a moment to pause 
um, and reflect and understand someone else's perspective. Everyone else has, has a different perspective in life. And if, if our children grow up to really understand that, put themselves in someone else's shoes, then that ability to um, compromise and to, to, to work through a problem together, mm-hmm. it's only going to be you know, so much more beneficial, so much more powerful. Um, and, and even in terms of you think about creativity and innovation, the more different kind of diverse ideas that come into, you know, one type of problem solving activity, the better kind of solutions that you have. And even within leadership now, you know, there's so much research that, sh- that says diverse teams are more creative, they're more innovative, they're more effective. More profitable um, and I think, <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it's, you know, over the last 10 years, you know, all the research does say all points in the direction of celebrating difference. And, and I do feel super passionate about that. And I think as parents, we can be um, a little bit smug about where our children are learning, you know, in the UAE amongst such a range of such a rich, you know, a richness that is so difficult to replicate anywhere else in the world. And I think I'm so proud of that. And I'm so, I'm so happy that our children get to learn here. Um, Me yeah. too. Lizzie Valley, thank you so, so much for speaking so passionately about something that we can all take a moment to as you say, feel feel really proud that we're in a safe part of the world where we have got so much diversity, we've got so much to celebrate. Um, and it's been wonderful to hear about how that's been brought to life in the classroom as well. Um, Lizzie Varley speaking to us from Cognito Middle East, where she's education advisor and early speaking to teacher Madison Lewis from Horizon English School. 